This war represents a failure to listen. Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Something terrible has happened. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Anger, fear, aggression. The dark side of the force of the Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. No, no, you're still holding on! Let go! Biggest problem in this universe is nobody helps each other. That's how we're gonna win. Not fighting what we hate. Saving what we love. Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm special correspondent, Sarah. Today we are reacting to two episodes of The Bad Batch, as we did not get to do our episode last week due to scheduling and as you can see ethan is not with us again because of scheduling so we will hopefully have him on uh, for next week's episode but we will be responding to two episodes episode 12 and episode 13 this week so first of all sarah what did you think of episode 12 i liked it so it was the two-episode arc with the Sindula family and the struggles on Ryloth. I didn't think it was as good as the first one, but I thought it was still entertaining. And I was surprised, spoiler alert, that uh, Hera's mom didn't die. Because we know that she's not around in the time of Rebels. And so I don't. it makes me wonder if that's coming here by the end of the season or if we're just going to kind of let that thread dangle and we'll pick it up later in Star Wars. I agree, because I, again, I was wrong. I thought that this was going to be the last six episodes. And again, it has shown us that this is trying to be an episodic show. And so I agree. I, I thought it was actually a good good episode, because it was actually an arc. Mm-hmm. And it actually kind of tried to work. But then now it was over. And I, was, I, I, I too, was surprised. I thought Hera's mom was going to die. And Mm -hmm. it was just going to be over, and you're like, okay, but that's not what happened. And I am intrigued, I'm interested, I guess I would say, where they're going to go with that, if they're going to do anything more with that. I don't think they're going to do anything more with it, at least in season one. Do we know if there's a second season of The Bad Batch? don't. There's a lot of people asking for it. I'm sure. I'm not. (laughs) As you, I'm sure, all know from my responses... Just, I mean, it's too, and I mean, I guess we can, we could dive into episode 13 with that, but there's no overarching story. So in the end of episode 12, there, they, uh, Crosshair says permission to hunt down the Bad Batch and he's like, permission granted. And you're like, okay, now we're, now we're moving. Now something's going to happen. Episode 13, Crosshair doesn't show up. Doesn't even get mentioned it's nothing. It is another just completely episodic, one-off, random episode that doesn't make a ton of sense in the point of the show where we're at. Mm-hmm. You don't have time. And I've heard this a lot of people saying, like, you don't have time for this. We don't have time for this because there's so much to wrap up. Because And, like, I guess maybe they know whether they're getting a second season or not. They might know that. And so then... Mm-hmm. I've already also heard people saying, like, you need to forget storylines that we had started in the beginning because you're just going to rush them in the final episodes. Because there was mm, one person who was mm-hmm. saying, like, you should not do anything with the Camino in storyline, the Camino storyline. Because with the with the, with the the Camino's 
Kaminoans trying to figure out how to survive in the Empire. And you're like, you shouldn't leave that alone because, like, that needs to be built. That's, like, we still don't know stuff about that. Like, we haven't seen the Kaminoans in how many episodes? Like, four? F- four now? And then they're probably just going to get kind of ham-fisted and thrown in. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you need to have an overarching plot theory, platform. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it's that they're trying to make their way through this world, but we need more than that. You can't just give us these little tidbits. And then in this one, there was no tidbits. There was no little dangle of anything. And I think a lot of people didn't like this episode because guess what? There wasn't any cameos. There was mm-hmm. no cameo of the week. All the other episode, episodic episodes, I, th- I feel, have been carried because it's been a cameo. Or we've got some other, some person, something is explained in Star Wars, like Mochi and, and stuff like that, of like, oh, cool, and then you get Rex, and then you get Hera, and you get these cameos of the week, and mm-hmm. then... Now there's no cameo of the week, and it's still episodic, and everyone's like, this is terrible. Most people think this is probably the worst episode of the series. Just based off of Twitter reactions? Just based off of Twitter reactions and just, like, people, like, reading of, like, it's stagnant. Mm-hmm. It's not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And you are this far away. Sarah has not seen this episode. No. The most recent episode. So, I, what, I watched the first four episodes of The Bad Batch weekly maybe five and then i watched the ryloth arc and i was tempted to tune in this week but then you know alex saying that it's not like nothing happens and you know showing all of the twitter comments about it's like okay well then it's it's not worth my time there's plenty of other shows that i can dedicate this half hour to yep very true and again it's trying to build the character i guess of sid but they should have done this at the very beginning when you were first introduced to Sid. Like, mm, mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense that this is happening now. Sure. And how, what, we're like 14, 13 episodes in now and Hunter still doesn't understand that it's good to help people? Right. I mean, to me, that's one of the things. It's like you don't see... And I think one of the things that I struggled with early on in the Bad Batch is you don't really see the growth of the characters. I think Wrecker is the only character that grows. Yep. Um, but none of the character grows. And I would say Omega doesn't even grow. Like I would she, agree. She is cute in the first couple episodes, but then you know she doesn't grow because the people around her doesn't grow. So they're just kind of in this holding pattern. And that's not, that's not good storytelling. And that's not entertaining. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Because I will say, like, in the beginning... I was not all in on Omega. I know a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, if anything happens to her, no. Well, I remember you being very fond of her. I, but but I, no, I'm like, I wasn't that in, but I was pretty fond of her. I was like, oh yeah, I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. She's now getting annoying to me. Uh, and, very much agreed. And like, because it's just, we've got to help them. And I'm just, okay, how many times is she going to tell the Bad Batch to help them because it's the right thing to do? Yeah, you they're can, clearly not learning. You can do that like the first couple episodes... But you cannot, 13 episodes in, and it's still, we have to do it. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. Because they're family. Because you would do it if I, if it was me. Or I would do it if it was you. That just, you can't do it this late in the series. It's Because again, it, it just feels out of place. This just, it doesn't feel like anything happened in this this episode. 
I mean, I guess to their credit, like if you are trying to take this episodic, you know, at least that message is carried out in every single episode. Like we help people because it's the right thing to do. But like then, okay, so you you watch this episode, then do you really need to watch any of the other episodes? Because if it's the same kind of thing of person X is in trouble, Bad Batch, you know, comes across their path, they don't want to help and stick their neck out. And Omega says it's the right thing to do. And then person X's problem is resolved. Like if that's basically your formula for every single episode to me you only need to watch one and understand the bad batch oh absolutely and but and that's the thing it's like nobody grows Mm -hmm. and we just keep getting further and further down the rabbit hole of unwhitewash the bad batch Mm -hmm. they are just they claim there were rumors and i don't know if disney made these statements or whatever or if it was just rumors but there were rumors that they were going to change things and they never did and it's just with each episode of no growth tech becomes more and more of the stereotypical white geek nerd mm-hmm. uh, and and talks absolutely talks down to wrecker and wrecker is the the closest representation to a correct clone of color and he's constantly talking down to him and it's it's ridiculous mm-hmm. and he's talking down to to echo as well and there's just again there's so many so many issues and and like with each episode of not of nothing happening yeah i guess nothing terrible came out in this episode of like no new terrible things happened or no new racist things were seen i guess but i'm just like that's such a low bar like you right can, like you can, like it's still you still have such terrible things before it like it's not like mm-hmm. oh now they're they're better like no they just didn't ruin it more it's okay so they they've been digging the hole for themselves so they stopped digging for this episode it's not like they started filling the hole in yeah they just took a break took a break from it and but it doesn't help and so it almost i i think almost makes it worse because you're just Mm -hmm. like we're stagnant now we're we're not moving right well i know you know some of the arguments that like there's no such thing as a, a filler episode and you know people call back to rebels you know, because it's like there was that random episode with the Purgles, but then they come back in the series finale. And sorry, so I guess spoilers for Rebels. You know, the Purgles will play a, an important part in the series finale. And it's like you shouldn't have to wait till the very, very end for everything else to pay off. You should be like, yes, I think there's some nuggets that you can pull back. But to have at this point, basically the entire series need the last episode to like have all the pieces fall into place you're not giving your audience enough nuggets as you go along because i would say like some of your you know drama shows or crime shows you know where yeah you're not going to solve the case until the end of this the season which makes sense but you give the audience enough nuggets to go along and to stay engaged and you you see growth and development whereas you know that's not that's not happening here no it's not happening and again yeah because there's i mean there's a chance that we see this this drug lord or whatever the the guy that took over for sid again like and that could be like the tidbit or whatever that comes back because like we sure. see him and he gets his um i can't remember what type of alien he is but he gets his horn cut off as his payment or whatever and omega like kind of like saved him like don't kill him and then they the the pikes were went easy on him which again doesn't that make makes sense. no sense doesn't all throughout this is a side tangent but all throughout star wars and everything like they've talked about how like if you get your horn cut off you would be in splitting pain like he just goes like ah 
and then he's fine. And I'm like, you, he should be on the ground, and like, he should be like, oh my gosh, and there should, I even think like probably blood coming out of his horn, <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. But I understand it's a kid, supposed to be a kid show. I disagree, but like, it's supposed to be a kid show. But I'm just like, you can't. That's like cutting off a limb. Like we're pretending that it's not, but it is. Mm-hmm. And then also going with that of like, yeah, like he may come back in the season finale or he may come back in season two or whatever and like help Omega out or whatever. But I'm just like, this this is not worth all this nothing happening. Like it's, again, these filler episodes, I guess. Like with the with Pearls and, the, and Rebels, like that show made sense to be episodic because again, it didn't set up something big in the beginning it was like we are a bunch of rebels and we're trying to take on the empire and that's something you can do episodically well i mean i think rebels did a really good job of having episodic episodes as well as some arcs within sure because yeah there there were some you know two to three episodes where they you know followed a specific character or um you know planet terry saga but then yeah you had then you had an episode where you know ezra and zeb go grocery shopping you know and it's 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 not filler, but it's a one-off. You can watch that one and be done. Right, and but like that makes sense for that show. Very because much. It's yeah. Like, it's not there. It's not like we're set up of oh my gosh, we've got a random clone that the Empire is insistent on having, or that the Caminos are insistent on having, that you set up in the first episode. And well, the first couple aban- of episodes. First couple of episodes, and then you abandon that basically until the last two episodes, and so basically two through, like maybe. I'll be generous and say episodes like three through 14, you don't need to watch to understand it all. And like, that doesn't make sense to me because again, you're trying to be like, you got to watch, you got to see everything. And then if there's like little tidbits, like I'm sure I could watch this show, watch the the finale and be like, I wonder who that guy is. doesn't really matter. Probably don't, don't probably they met him earlier. This, this just makes me more and more insistent and excited to watch uh, episode one of the Bad Batch with Emily. I may be doing that sooner that rather than later. Oh, and Emily and is Emily a friend, is a friend who has not seen any Star Wars other than the season seven of Clone Wars and the movies and Mandalorian, I think. But like she's she's seen sure. very little, so she has not seen Clone Wars, and so showing her that and seeing how she reacts to that would be will be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Because like again, like yeah, it's just I don't know. I think we're just talking in circles right now. But. Right. Uh, the, uh, the only other thing I really wanted to hit on before we log off is in the very end of our second episode, uh, was it episode, whichever episode had the Hera in it, 12 or 13, whatever. Um, yep. At the end, you know, she goes off with her parents on the ship and she's talking about how tech showed her how to scramble the the ship signature yeah which is something that you know the ghost and so it's like part of me thought that was cool but then like in hindsight i'm like i kind of wish she had just picked that up on her own or it wasn't given to her by tech also also they did that in the second or third episode where he had to take the ship apart in order to scramble the thing so that makes no sense that he showed her how to do it well maybe because he took it apart he figured out a simpler way oh, but they didn't explain it, that they didn't they literally that. had it be part of the episode yeah the, the, yeah like, they had to- he had to take apart the ship he's like we have to get to this piece and then we can scramble it so yeah yeah no so i was just like i wasn't a fan of that Again, I this is where I'm struggling with the show is that it is mm-hmm. nostalgia and callback, and I understand. And again, so if you like the show, 
you can like the show. It's like yeah, not everything is, in Star Wars has to be for everybody. Correct, and this is the thing I actually like about Disney, as somebody else has, has mentioned that I've seen other people mention of like you don't have to like everything. When it was originally Star Wars, like if you didn't like the prequels or if you did like the prequels, it was oh my gosh, it's heresy, blah 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 blah. blah. There are still people out there who are bad batch is heresy, or if you don't like the bad batch, you're her- you're a heretic, you're terrible. If you don't like Clone Wars, you're terrible. With Disney, there's so much out there now. Mm-hmm. You can like whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You can like the High Republic. You can, which I haven't started. I really want to start. Yeah, I've heard just... a lot of good things about. But like, you could do the High Republic. That's really interesting. You could do Bad Batch. You can do Mandalorian. I was going to say we're getting get... shows. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say we're getting so many shows that it's like. You know, it's definitely possible for someone to like every single one of them. But right. I, my understanding is they're going to, you know, have, you know, they're going to be set in different times within Star Wars. I would hope that they have a little bit of a different genre feel sure. to them. And, you know, I can definitely see that. Yeah, because, you know, we're getting Cassie and Andor, which I could see being different than Landor. I would hope they would be because they're, you know, your main characters are pretty are different. different. Yeah. Um, so I would want a little bit of a different genre feel. And, yeah, so, you know, just... Given that, you know, it's probably not going to resonate with everybody. And that's where I'm now really curious for the the book of Boba. You know, one, because the Mandalorian... I guess we are totally tangenting here. That's fine. Um, but one, you know, now, now I get a bit of... A, more of a deal of, like, what Boba's all about. And I love Fennec, so I'm excited for more of them. But if that one's episodic and is done better, or, like, in a more compelling way... Because I think episodic TV shows are fine and good, but, like, they need to be done... They need to be done without setting up yeah. the big thing in the beginning. Like this, that was the problem with the Mandalorian season one is that it set up this big thing and then went on episodically. And you're like, you you have to move the plot along. You can't pretend that it's, and that's what I think Bad Batch is doing. It's like it's it sets up this big thing and then it doesn't move the plot along. It just kind of kicks the can down the road of like, mm-hmm. nope, that's coming later. Mm-hmm. And so, but back to quickly of like I'm. I really hope Lando is actually like a Star Wars comedy because that I cannot wait for an actual like Star Wars comedy movie or show like because that Lando's a show but like yeah we've never had that that would be fantastic like yes Star Wars is funny and there there are things that are funny mm-hmm. but like a design kind of like not an a- not necessarily an action show but like comedy is a hard a good part of it that would be great I think but Right, and I don't necessarily know if it needs to be Lando because you know I was just kind of figuring that would be a little bit more like gangster, mobster type yeah. thing. But like, no, I definitely agree, and I know people have been calling for the Star Wars romance for forever. Yep. I I would love a Star Wars romance. That'd be great. Yeah. So yeah, I think we have a lot of good things in the future. Ethan and I, and, and occasionally Sarah, as she's here today, will review all of it. But again, like if we don't like something, that's that's fine. We review it because it's Star Wars, and we are a Star Wars podcast. But it's not a problem if you like it and we don't. It's not a problem if we like it and you don't. It's totally up to you. Enjoy mm-hmm. what you want to enjoy. That's the point of this podcast. Yes. Is to bring up issues. And like, yes, this is a problematic show that we're, we're showing, we're seeing, you can still enjoy it. You mm-hmm. can still be like, okay, I can see... Because, like, again, a lo- I actually had a conversation with a family member the other day of why do you... So what? So you're going to get... you ever going to get invited to, like, a George Lucas or, like, is Disney going to call? I'm like, no, they're not because we are taking them apart 
on certain pieces. And like, we're, we're telling them how wrong they're being. And he's like, well, why are you doing that? And the response is like, I love Star Wars. And so I, I, I critique it because I care. Mm-hmm. I want it to be better. But again, you can still like something and go, all right, this is problematic but I can still enjoy pieces of it. It just reminds me of that uh, Parks and Rec quote that Leslie Nope, you know, in the residence of the town yell at her. She's like, I hear them caring very loudly. What I hear is people caring loudly. Yes. So we're caring very we're caring loudly. very loudly. <laughs> All right. So thank you very much for coming on to the show and, and helping us out again, Sarah. Happy to chat with you awesome and uh so we will be back next week and we are by the time this drops a day away from our padme amidala episode which sarah makes an appearance on i want to say i carry it but i haven't heard how you edit it together she does carry a lot of it Um, (laughs) so but that's a really fun episode and you should check that out and you can contact us. You can contact us on Twitter at whoshot1swpod or you can send us an email at whoshotfirstswpod at gmail.com and you can find us on, on Facebook at facebook.com slash whoshotfirst and we will see you all later and give us a like or review. We really appreciate that and... Would love to get our views and everything out there. But um, from all of us here at Who Shot First, never Never tell tell us the the odds. odds. Never tell me the odds. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. (laughs) Oh, really? You're cold? 11 and episode... Or sorry, no. episode the pergolas and pergils not pergils pergils or something else sorry with like